welcome to Brunches and Crutches. This is our first episode. We got Anthony and Kirsten here with us. I'm Bruce. And yeah, we're just here hanging out, mm-hmm. having some mimosas. Anthony's guys tea as well. Yeah. Double drinking. Cheers, by the way, guys. Cheers. Cheers. I've been waiting patiently to drink this. I know. I'm excited. Sweet. Samosas. Those are also good. I can make those. Yeah, we can make them. Can. Can make everything. Can you make them now? No, I can't do that. Kirsten's a bit of a chef. I went to culinary school. Yes. Yeah. Well, are you like a red seal? I'm not red seal, but I could challenge it, but. Basically, I didn't bother going that route because every job I've ever had, I went to the top right away. So I didn't need a red seal. Nice. Yeah. Where'd you work? Uh, I worked for, I went to the Culinary Institute of Canada and then they hired me after for their culinary youth team. We mm-hmm. placed second in the culinary trials to go to the Olympics. Oh, um, shit. <laughs> yeah, it was a really close call. It was a very intense time in my life. Um, so after that, I kind of went into more casual jobs and less competitions because it was really it was a really hard lifestyle. I think being a cook is pretty darn stressful. Like, yeah, watch Iron Chef. Yeah, and like well, was cooking Canada Top Chef, whatever. And yeah, yeah, it seems like real work. <clears throat> kind of takes the pleasure out of cooking, like I exactly. Think. Yeah, that's why I do uh, production bake- baking now, which is a facility. Mm-hmm. It's very like nine to five, very like civilized type of work. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, should we talk about what we're here for? Yeah. What we're doing here? Okay. So I was wondering, what are we here for? I got here for mimosas and tea, but yeah. Am I getting paid? Like, why are we here? Yeah. This is a (laughs) lifestyle. It started off as a podcast idea and we thought we would also just record video as well. um, Just to get the word out there and to promote living healthy yeah living healthy exercise i think the way you put it was the mind body and the spirit yeah so tackling all three of those things yeah and uh yeah i mean that's basically it and we want to kind of talk about it in a kind of casual setting yeah that uh and just get to know a bit about each other as well i think that's That's good i appreciate like uh you bring me on to this because like um you know i'm not like a fitness person but i am i think pretty well-rounded especially when it comes to like things like just attitude being positive and like emotional intelligence and things like that yeah um and you know i love this kind of platform to kind of get to share that with people because it's so important to have like the right attitude because it doesn't matter like what you're doing or what situation you're put in it's how you kind of deal with it and how you deal with it it all comes from how you think about it it's like your perception right Mm -hmm. so two people can be put in the same situation but like handle it completely different or take it a different way um you know like some for example like being on set um you know we're all background actors right yeah so being on set for example like some people will have a really long day and they'll be like oh that's awesome i like need the money um or get the set home and they're like oh it's too bad i got sent home i wanted to stay longer okay. then another person will be like why am i here for so long i want to go home it's just like mm-hmm. for me like I don't, yeah, for me, like, it doesn't matter if I'm there for four hours or if I'm there for, like, 14 hours, because my mindset is that in the long run, it is going to average out, right? So why, why be anxious about the same situation, like, that you're going to be in anyways? If you're going to be there for 14 hours, you might as well be in a good mood about it. Yeah. Right. I think that's what drew me to you at first initially, Anthony, is Mm -hmm. when we first met, I found you to be, like, such a positive guy overall and had such a 
good attitude towards like just being in VG and yeah. other people were like depressed they were complaining about the lineups mm-hmm. like all sorts of things and we I think like immediately like we hit it off right away because yeah. like we the first I think day we, we met were shooting like was, a video yeah it was crazy like we had a cl- we just clicked and then we created like a video we just collabed like right yeah. away and it was like oh for the competition it was for the competition <laughs> for our agency that we lost to you yes yeah. I did <laughs> that good job on that by the way thank you <laughs> that was a good video um, I tried. I mean, my, my editing wasn't the best, but my acting was there, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. And the content was there. Yeah. Yeah, I tried. And it won, so uh, obviously likes. the people spoke. Yeah. Exactly. How'd you come up with the concept of that? It was, uh, for people who don't know, it was like a perfume thing or something? Like, it was, uh, uh, it was called Bay Tears, and it was yeah. a, a pheromone of, made of tears of women that you spray on, and it attracts, um, women to you, because technically you've been cried over many more times, thus more desirable. Yeah. It was a weird concept. Like I honestly proof. don't even know how I thought of that. I was thinking yeah. of products, and then I looked at a couple of the other ones, and I saw that they were just using, like, regular items and, and calling yeah. them what they are, and I'm like, yeah. I want to make some, like, imaginary. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, was, um, yeah, no, I wanted just to create some, like, magical potion, love potion, because yeah. everybody wants more love in their lives, usually, because I think a lot of guys yeah. wish that they could just you know, spray something on and get the girl of their dreams or, yeah. you know what I mean? So I just wanted to appeal to that, so. Yeah, that was good. It probably would have worked really well uh, during Valentine's Day, like, oh, yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Totally. Well, I got, I got my bae now, so got I don't have to worry about that, but. Yeah, that's good. Need some bae tears. <laughs> nice. Yeah, and then we just saw, we, our video, we just came, like, what happened was we just kind of bounced ideas off each other and yeah. just, like, Next thing you know, like oh, this is great. This is this is amazing. We loved we loved the video. And yeah, we had no, a good, it was really fun funny. time as well. It was great. It was yeah. a lot of fun, and I think a lot of why I connected with both of you is because you know you guys live very healthy lifestyles, and yes. I definitely connect with that. And that's probably why I reached out to you guys about this podcast initially. Is you know I want to find out more. I want to learn. I'm coming from a perspective where I don't necessarily go to the gym every day and yeah. I want to do that and I want to try and be more regular about my workout routines mm-hmm. and also more conscious about how I eat and what I eat that's just something that was kind of a new year's resolution for me mm-hmm. and we're in like February now and I haven't really kind of uh, hit uh, what I want to kind of hit for in terms of like being conscious about what I want to eat and how to go sh- go about like shopping and uh, mm-hmm. having a bit more of like a plant-based diet. So oh, nice. I yeah. think that's what I wanted to uncover with you guys is, you know, you know, Anthony, you're vegan mm-hmm. and you eat like... I'm, I'm pescatarian. Pescatarian. But, yeah. But I'm trying to reduce it every day because yeah. I've been looking at, at life a lot in the last couple of years and like growth and everything and yeah. trying to reduce my impact on the earth because we have... There is a bit of a crisis going on right now, like with our earth, and we just continue consuming. So yeah. that was my perspective on trying to go more plant based. Is like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not perfect, but I am making steps towards getting better, and that's mm-hmm. that's been my attitude. As long as I do one good thing a day, that will make me better for tomorrow. Yeah, then, you know what I mean. That's like a big one. just that's one important. thing, you yeah. know what I mean. Like maybe just go for a walk. Maybe yeah. just eat plant based today. Go to the gym. You know, don't overthink it. Don't overstress it. I think. That's why so many people like fall off so quick because yeah. they're like, I need to go every day like to the gym. Huh. And it's like, why don't yeah. you just go for 10 minutes once a week? Yeah, I agree with Just that. try it. Then there's yeah. no pressure, right? And then it's more and more achievable. Um, yeah. 
set yourself up for success kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, sure. I was, I was thinking about that on the way here. I was just like, if I were to kind of share one thing, it's like, don't put yourself down so much. Don't be so hard on yourself. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of related, like, don't say, like, I have to go every day. Like, yeah. set whatever your plan is and try to achieve that, go day by day. But if you, like, fall off the wagon, it's okay and it happens. Mm-hmm. It's, it's more about being consistent over the long run. Yeah. Like, if you eat really healthy one day, you're not going to obviously, like, get really fit. If you eat, like, a really bad meal or a really bad, you know, you have a really bad day, mm-hmm. you're not going to be, like, unfit. It's more about what you've been doing yeah. over the course of months, right, or over the course of years. So long-term success is more important. And you're, I feel like you're not going to really have long-term success if you're always putting yourself down or you're feeling guilty about mm-hmm. food or you're feeling, like, ashamed that you didn't go to the gym or something like that, right? Yeah. You beat yourself up about it. Or some people, like, they go gung-ho for two months, and then all of a sudden they just, they're like, oh, I can't do this anymore. And, they, you know, they got to give their body a rest, and then mm-hmm. they, like, they get back to, uh, like, a body that they were, like, even worse off, right, than when yeah. they started, just because, like, they give up. So I think it's important to kind of have balance and just, like, continue yeah. kind of, uh, the way I like to think of it is, like, it's a journey. Mm-hmm. It's a lifetime thing of always trying to be better every single yeah, day. Yeah, exactly. And not, like, it's... it's not necessarily trying to say I want to achieve this, and once I'm there, I'm gonna relax. Just like yeah. every day, do a little bit something a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly how I feel. Like that's why I'm always like always have a book that I'm reading. Yeah. Always, you know, if I'm not going to the gym, eat healthy. Just try to do something good every day, and then limiting my meat intake has been part of that too. And mm-hmm. I'm slowly transitioning and kind of doing the same with my boyfriend, like slowly slipping in the like <laughs> vegan sausages and like here and there. He because he's. He is, he's in that men culture, that, like, yeah. toxic masculinity where it's like, yeah. oh, veganism is, like, it's, I'm a man, I need meat, and it's like, no, you don't, actually. It's like, well, I'm glad you brought that up, because, like, I think even in the uh, vegan documentary, Game Changers, or the plant-based documentary, mm-hmm. they talked about a lot, about, I think it was even Arnold who was saying, he's vegetarian, by the way, and uh, they were saying, like, a lot of the eat meat, be a man, you're macho, it was like, it's just marketing, and, like, yeah. it's sad to see that people... Are falling for that yeah. you're macho to eat meat that makes no sense like there are there are bodybuilders fitness models and you know fit people out there on plant-based diets and they've been on plant-based diets their entire lives right. for like many years yeah you can build muscle as long as you're getting protein and amino acids from plants so what's so macho about killing an animal or being mm-hmm. cruel to an animal yeah. when you don't need to like that's not being yeah. a man at all or even no. like being a good human like and yeah. yeah, just looking at what, what's gone on the planet, it's like we've exploited every last resource mm-hmm. and I think it's time for people to kind of take a step back and realize that this isn't the way. Yeah. There needs to be a new way yeah. and uh, definitely plant-based is the solution to that, I think. So, uh, and again, do your part, whatever, whatever that is, do your recycling because that's all you can do. Yeah. You can't change the world, but sure. you can do your part. Yeah, it's kind of like, I guess... It, it, what I see as sort of a, like a pattern for all of this is like, just do the best that you can every single day. Like, even if it's little things, like do your part, recycling, reusing. Mm-hmm. Like for me, when I go to set, I like to bring um, a plate. It's called a tali. It's a stainless steel plate. So instead of me going to like crafties or going to catering and getting those paper plates and those plastic cutlery, cutlery I'll bring my own cutlery from like, from home, right? Yeah. And that way I'm reducing the amount of garbage that I've created yeah 
And yeah, I'm just one person, but every single day like that I do that, it's gonna add up to money. It's gonna, you know, like more money saved, maybe yeah. they'll get us better food or something. At least that's <laughs> what I like to tell myself. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, just like less garbage in the landfill, right? So do, exactly. do what I can. But it's interesting too, because whenever you do something like your actions and people see it, that can create like sort of a snowball effect or like a, a greater effect. Oh, completely. Just, yeah, because it's like, it's like the multiplier effect. So one person sees me doing it, they say that's a good idea. Yeah. Actually, it's more like ten people see me doing it, they say it's a great idea. Yeah, and I say, you yeah, get you should a do lot of too. compliments on that. Yeah, like yeah. every almost every single time I go to set, people are yeah. saying nice plate or like. Yeah. Some people will be like, oh, it looks like a prison plate. I'm like, okay, whatever. Um, like prison plates are square. Mine's like a circle. <laughs> it's a circle tally. But the thing is, I tell them like you can do it too, and I think you know a lot of people have said I will do it. Yeah. Other people are just, eh, it's nice, they won't do anything about it. But there are people who will actually do something, and I've seen a couple of people bring their own, like, Tupperware. And I'm like, good job, yeah. sweet. Or they'll come up to me, and they, like, this one girl, I think it was from New Zealand or something, she said, look, I got mine. And it was, like, a smaller tally. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. So now I think about that. It's not just me affecting others. Like, now those people go around affecting other people. Right. Right? It's and infectious. And it, it grows, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, do your part, and just, like, kind of, Every opportunity you have, share. Yeah, and encourage others. And I know the first time that I saw you, I think I had my travel mug, and you were like, "Oh, yeah. all three of us have travel mugs. Hell That's awesome!" Yeah. And I was like, "That was really <laughs> uplifting for me." I'm like, someone actually values the fact that I'm yeah. bringing in a reusable container and not like exactly. wasting plastic or yeah. whatever. It was really nice, and it encouraged me to keep bringing it. And uh, and that's what I do with with most people with fitness and with lifestyle. Right. Um, I had a friend of mine, and she's. She was feeling really depressed, and, and um, she's like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm just inside, I'm going to get some antidepressants, and I'm like, why don't you just, like I said, go to the gym for like 10 minutes, mm-hmm. Yeah. and the endorphins will be so good, yes. and she's like, yeah, I know I should, and then the next day I talked to her, she's like, I got a yoga pass for a month, mm-hmm. and I was like, awesome, and then now I talked to her a couple days ago, she, I lost 10 pounds, Right. and I was like, that's oh, amazing, good. like, that's, I'm so happy that I could actually impact somebody in that way, yeah. that was so important to me, and so fulfilling, and uh, so I'm just going to keep doing that with people in every way that I yeah. can, whether it's plant-based or fitness or anything, just be a better person yeah. in any way. I love that, that's almost like a, a little bit of like a, like a life hack, it's like, Ways to keep like motivated or keep like a, a right. good attitude is to actually like kind of keep moving and yeah. like stay staying fit. Like you have to have that three balance: mind, body, spirit. Like mm-hmm. if your body's down, your spirit and everything, your mind is not going to be in the right place. Yeah. If your mind's not in the right place, then you're not going to go to the gym. You're not going to you know keep your body healthy and stuff like that. You're not going to eat right. So it's really having that balance, right? And like that's a good hack. Is just saying like go to the gym. Sometimes if you're feeling sick, like I feel like going to the gym is good to get those endorphins, get that adrenaline going, mm-hmm. and boost it boosts that immune system. It almost gives it like a like a kickstart or something like that. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a natural high. Yeah, it's a natural high, which yeah. I like. Like you don't have to go get some drugs or like yeah. you know go to I don't know if you're feeling depressed or something. Like your answer doesn't have to be drugs or to mm-hmm. numb it. You can actually turn how you're feeling into sort of like a yeah. positive. Um, aspect like channel it channel it and use it i use that a lot because i have a lot of frustrations at work because i manage and if when i have a really bad day i have the best workouts because i just take that anger and that frustration i go to the gym and i kill it it is so satisfying Mm -hmm. and i'm so happy that i developed that like positive habit because a lot of people be like i'm getting a drink or i'm you know what i mean i'm doing this and my answer has always been the gym 
And I'm just so thankful that now that it's a habit, it's just it's just what I do. It's how I cope. Yeah. Let's talk a bit about like where that comes from, right? Because you, I think you mentioned to me before that you started doing that, like going to the gym, and that was like a really helpful thing for you uh, personally because. I think that you were dealing with some rough times. Yeah, when I was a teenager, um, I mean, I grew up around, like, my, I have three older brothers, so I grew up around a lot of partying because I was always around them, and so I kind of got into that, like, party lifestyle, like, really young, like, 13, like, drinking and smoking right. and all this stuff, and I went to a new school when I was in high school, and uh, one of my best friends died, and that was the closest person to me, so that was my entire network gone. So I found myself at school just being like, I have nobody. I had really bad anxiety. I didn't want to go in the lunchroom, you know, where do I sit? Mm. So they had a gym. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to start going to the gym at lunch. And so every day in high school, I'd go to the gym at lunch and it just became a habit. And I just kept that for going forward, like in my life, like I just, it's been a safe place for me. It's been a place where I'm accepted. And it was easy for me, like when I didn't know anybody when I came to Vancouver, the gym, that was always yeah. my safe place, you know? Yeah, it's like a constant, it's like everywhere you go, you can travel yeah. and you got the gym. Yeah. I don't know, I always see those like quotes and those memes or whatever, it's just like, the gym doesn't let you down, the iron doesn't like turn back <laughs> to you, like it's there for you. Friday night at the bar. <laughs> yeah, but I, I like the fact that, again, like going back to, a situation can happen to like two different people, but they'll handle it differently, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like you didn't go into that dark place and like just like like sulk and like spiral down like you actually said hey you know what i'm gonna go to the gym and then you turn into something positive well like at the time my friend actually did die from drugs and i Mm -hmm. was doing drugs and stuff at the time so Mm -hmm. that really just shook me in my world and i was like i can't do this like i don't want to be just another like nobody person Mm -hmm. who is just going to be a degenerate like i wanted i want to do something positive with my life and so not only did I go to the gym, but I also went in and studied every day as well. So right. it was like gym and studying. And I really turned things around. Like I was partying from probably 13 to 16, smoking cigarettes, the whole mm-hmm. deal. Yeah. And, uh, and then when I was 16, I just gave my like head a shake. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like, yeah. you know, you, you got to do something positive with your life. Like, don't be a wasted person. So uh, do you feel like you want to make a change for like for yourself or for your friends or family or is it like what it what motivates you to want to impact the world because i think some people go through life and they just want to like it's for them like they just want to have a good life and mm-hmm. like die and like, that's it yeah. but it seems like you're driven by something more like what is it that you're driven by why do you want to give back to the community and help people where's that coming from yeah i just again i just always wanted to be better like i again it, it, it's an unhealthy but also helpful thing I'm driven by like this perfectionist thing where I want to be the best physically. I want to mm. be the smartest. I want, and it can be kind of unhealthy, but it also is the reason that I'm doing all of these like things. Competitive, and that's why you're competitive. Like the top chef. Exactly, like I'm super yeah. super competitive, and it's driven me. But mm. also growing up, like my brothers, they, you know, ever my mom never pushed me to do anything, and like my brothers just never went to school. I was the first person in my family to go to to uh, like college. Uh, out of three older brothers and I just I didn't want to just blend I just I never wanted to just blend in and just live in Nova Scotia because there's so many people there that's where I'm from yeah they just never leave and never want to experience anything and I just I just didn't want I don't know what inside me I just I wanted to be different it's crazy it's weird right yeah I think just satisfaction with the norm yeah like wanting to do more and I feel the same way like I want to improve myself I want to like do something but like not sure how to get there right but so 
you make you take these little steps like you said like kind of doing one thing at a time to mm -hmm. kind of better yourself and yeah change your life around for the better and for the positive mm -hmm. uh, aspect of things not kind of do anything negative yeah. like or self-harm yourself right? and I mean I also I'm sorry back to that um, mm -hmm. actually my father's not in my life too mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. I always had this feeling of like there was never a security net Mm -hmm. So I felt like I had to be mm -hmm. more successful yeah. to be able to take care of myself. So that yeah. that plays into it as well. Yeah. Right. The fact that I had to be the strong one, I had to I had to like make sure because if I failed, there's no one to there's right. nothing to fall back on. That makes a lot of sense. Like that's so opposite. All of this like competition for for my life is like, but we at the same time we both came to the place where we want to help other people yeah. and to better ourselves every single day. But it's funny like. It's quite opposite. Like I'm not very competitive, right? Like I don't yeah. want to compete with other people. I just I just want to be like better. And but I don't know why. Again, like people ask me like why, why do you want to do this? Why do you want to help people? Like why do you care about the next generation after you die? Like I don't know. I wish I knew. That's why I wanted to ask you guys too. Like, yeah, because if we can figure know, it out, we can I know. Like, well, I wanted to ask you is like is there something in your past that like led you to who you are and bringing <clears throat> your your metal plate to yeah. Yeah, see, that's the thing. I don't know where it came from. Maybe, like, my parents instilled some good values in me, right? <laughs> like, just uh, be aware of other people and to try to help other people. Because, like, my mom, yeah. she's she's always trying to help people. And, like, yeah. like, even with parties or anything like that, she's trying to make food, make sure everyone's having a good time. Yeah. With, uh, you know, I definitely got a lot of that from her, too, right? But yeah. I don't know, like, why, why do I want to help people? Why do I care so much about the environment and the future generations after I yeah. die? I have no idea. I wish I could figure that out. Like, because I watched the same shows that everybody else did. I watched, yeah. you know, Power Rangers, you know, you be a good guy, you know, be a hero. Watch yeah. Sailor Moon, right? Oh, but the best. Yeah, but it's just like, why did I take it upon myself to like try to, like, for yeah. real, like, my dream, uh, my goal in life is just to leave it better than, like, I left it and just to help future mm -hmm. generations. Exactly. Like, even though I'll be dead, I, I yeah. believe in something, like, whether it's karma or yeah, like well, reincarnation, I, I just believe. Yeah, I just like I don't want children at this point. Yeah. Because of the way the planet's been going. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> yeah. I can't I selfishly. So I can't I. <laughs> selfishly think about having bringing a child into a world no. that I don't know is going to be around, uh -huh. especially at the rate that it's deteriorating. And then we take up more With of the, the viruses, Earth's resources. Yeah, exactly. And, and there's kids like actually starving, right? Yeah. In, yeah. In all these parts of the world. Yeah. So why are we going to bring in more kids? I know. And it's, it's like people like still shame me over it. Like, oh, you're getting older. And it's like, one, I don't need to have children. Yeah. Like, in fact, it's almost mm -hmm. more selfish to have children. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But it's just expected to. There's, there's like social pressure on women. There's so much like bullshit out there and societal pressures where it doesn't make any sense like it comes from your parents and the grandparents but it really came from like society too like just all those disney movies back in the 90s like yeah you know you're growing up you think oh you gotta find your prince charming or whatever or, like you gotta fall in love right like all those rom-coms yeah but it's like why for, like for me even like i'm happy to be single for the rest of my life to travel to make friends why would I need to get married and have a big house and like a big yard and a dog? Like, it, I never thought about it and decided that that's what I wanted. But at some point in my life, like when I was nineteen, twenty, I thought that's what I wanted. But society just like really just brainwashed us and oh, told yeah. us that this is the perfect life. Yeah. And all the movies, 
And same, you get married, you need to have a kid, yeah. you need to buy a house. <laughs> you have a dog or something. Yeah, like that. get a pet. I'm like, yeah, that's the perfect house. And then that's strangely, crazy. you see those people and they're miserable yeah. and they're, they have no money. And they're in like, debt and they're using credit cards to like make their life look appear awesome. Yeah, especially. I mean, honestly, there's a lot of happy families out there and like sure. not to trash those families. But yeah. I just, I've seen a lot of people struggle, you know? It's like, I could barely take care of myself in Vancouver, let yeah. alone like a cat or even a dog or a child. Like, sure. that's another mouth to feed. Yeah, so I think a lot of it has to do with this. Honestly, it's just figuring, be, being critical, right? And being honest with yourself and what you would be happy with in your life. Because I have, I have brothers and sisters and they're like married and stuff and they're in really great relationships yeah. and they have kids and they're happy. And I'm like, I love that and I support that. But for me, I'm like, it's not for, for me. So why do I have to have pressure from other people or like mm-hmm. aunts and uncles telling me that, oh, I'm going to regret it one day or you yeah. know, your spouse makes you a better person. Like, right. like I can have friends and I can like still have partnerships in that way and the, you know, masterminds or whatever you want to say, best friends and we mm-hmm. can like get better together. We can learn from each other. It doesn't have to be this like this typical monogamous relationship right too because like back in the day there was also like polyamory and polygamy and there's all kinds of things that were normal back then so i always think critically about like what works for me like what makes sense it's not necessarily what is okay now in society what is norm now right in other cultures like you could have multiple wives as long as you took care of them like that Mm -hmm. was part of their society um so yeah i don't I guess I, I would say I'm not closed-minded, I'm open-minded about that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I just think about it, I'm like, okay, is everybody happy? Is everyone having, you know, fun? Then then it's fine, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Same really, with the whole kids thing, like, you yeah, know, I why mean, do you need to have kids? Exactly, I mean, like, relationships are supposed to be a luxury, not a necessity. Yeah. As Cher once said. <laughs> <laughs> nice. A man is a luxury, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so a lot of it has just, like, thinking about, you know, things thinking things through like even back to like veganism for example like that affected my life a lot like it was a philosophy uh, teacher that actually shared her uh, her veganism with me and it got me to thinking like oh shoot like why why do we treat dogs so nicely like they're man's best friend but yet we treat other animals like cruelly or why do we eat them but we think it's wrong to eat dogs and cats like why like again I never decided at some point in my life that that's the way it should be. It was just kind of like conditioned, yeah. right? Yeah. And I don't like that. I don't like the idea of society or people or marketing to just make up my mind for yeah. me. So I thought about it. I'm like, oh shit, like this dog. I'm looking into this dog's eyes, for example. I'm like, I can't eat this mm-hmm. dog. Mm-hmm. If I look at a pig or whatever and a chicken, they have eyes. And I look at them like, this thing's living. Yeah. I don't need to eat them to survive, so why am I doing it? Right. Yeah. Just because society said it was normal, right? Yeah. I know. I think the more conscious you become with earth and animals and just everything, you start to really question. Your, you have those questions like, yeah. why do we eat animals? Like, why do we exploit other species mm-hmm. right. for our own purposes? I mean, like, that's not fair. It's crazy. That's not fair. It's, it's like slavery in a way. Yeah. And we don't want that with people. We've been fighting against that for people so why aren't we fighting against mm-hmm. it for yeah. our animals yeah and a lot of times it's weird it's like history keeps repeating itself people yeah. don't see it which is which was really sad like when you look at history people say well it's survival of the fittest so therefore slavery is fine yeah because they're not smart we're smarter or yeah. whatever right um 
We kind of make excuses for we it. We make excuses. Well, because it's out of our comfort zone. Yeah, like with animals, oh, we're smarter. People so we don't do want to have to force themselves to challenge themselves. Mm-hmm. And that was actually one thing that was kind of fun for me because I do have a culinary background um, and I can cook anything. Mm-hmm. Do Cooking more vegan food was actually kind of fun. I'm like, how many yeah. ways can I you know, do this and make it healthy and like layer on nutrition because you have to kind of plan it if you're going to be vegan, if right. you want to do it right because yeah. you need to get all these different, you know, B12s and these things from different things that you, yeah. that animals provide usually. Uh, so it's kind of like a fun challenge for me actually like with cooking. Yeah, because you were going to like, I was looking at your post on Instagram and you were like showing like some vegan muffins and stuff. I was like, oh, that's really cool. Like I want to know the recipe for that and I want to kind of dig into how people make like vegan food, mm-hmm. right? And um, we should have like a YouTube channel. A cooking, a <laughs> like, yeah, we'll help you out with your assistance, like yeah. prep cooks or something. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> no, totally. I would love to do that. I always wanted to do that. Um, yeah. And my other challenge is how can I get my boyfriend to eat vegan and like like it? How you how is I mean? that going? It's going well. Okay, so I had like a breakthrough moment the other day. I was so happy. Mm-hmm. So we've been walking by the like, you know, those Eve's like sausages, the mm-hmm. fake ones. Yeah. Um, and I was like, should we grab one? And he's like, eh, no, I don't want that. Yeah, yeah. I don't want cardboard. Yeah, and yeah. then I was like, and then one day I'm like, I'm getting them. So I got them and I cut them up and like fried them up in like a pasta or whatever, right? Nice. And then yeah. he was like, oh, these are actually pretty good. And then last wow. time we were at the grocery store, That's he's sweet. like, we should grab another package of those. That's awesome. I was like, oh. That's music, it. music to my ears like that's, I mean, that's it like that's that's the beauty of it it's like when you just sub it out and you're creative and you're, you know you put love into that cooking people yeah. will like appreciate and like it so if yeah. they like it they're sold like <laughs> the only thing obviously like okay if the price is the same and it's right there next to it each other in the aisle you're gonna go for the plant-based one right because you're like yeah i don't have to kill anybody yeah but right now the only sticking point i would admit is that processed vegan food is like they're price gouging it's expensive yeah yeah and i mean there's downfalls in that as well i mean like the heavy amounts of soy and gluten mm. the kind of things but at the end of the day i feel better about it ethically yeah exactly <laughs> we have our fourth member and the thing with processed food too is like hey cat <laughs> processed food isn't like super healthy for you anyways so like i like to think of those expensive processed foods that are delicious yeah um that's kind of like treats totally totally like don't rely on that yeah because i i I try to just do mostly veg and like you know legumes and that kind of thing potatoes whole foods yeah whole foods exactly and then like that's kind of a fluff Mm -hmm. you know what i mean an easy Mm -hmm. kind of go-to when you're in in a pinch and yeah the whole thing with like veganism too is like people will say oh well it's expensive or those fake meats and stuff it's unhealthy like it's so important to keep in mind that like actually a vegan diet like if you have a healthy vegan diet it's whole it's mostly whole foods yeah right like beans lentils legumes and nuts and rice and breads and pastas and all that stuff and all kinds of different milks right like Mm -hmm. rice milk soy milk oat milk yeah i just got on the oat milk i gotta try that like a lot of people are talking about it good Oh my god, it's, it's, yeah, it's amazing. I love it. Yeah, I was talking to Sharon. Sharon said <laughs> what, that the, o- the Oatly brand, like the yellow white carton is like really good. So I'm going to give that a try. It's mm. like five, six bucks or something like that in the refrigerator. I don't high. even know. Yeah, so it's oat milk. Yeah, yeah, apparently oat milk. so good. And then another guy, BG told me, a background actor, was saying like oat milk is really good. I've tried it before out of like the aisle, um, mm-hmm. out of those little, um, the non-refrigerated aisle. But I'll try the one in the fridge. Maybe it's like better or something mm. like that. Um, is it different from almond milk? I think the well, flavor they said is really good. And it's like yeah. super creamy. Like yeah. okay. if you add it to like coffee, it's super creamy. Yeah, because I've been drinking Sweet. black coffee for years now. Because yeah. I went paleo like 
probably like when I was 19 I went paleo and mm-hmm. so I had to cut out dairy at that time but then I realized mm-hmm. I actually like the taste of coffee yeah and so I just stopped I went black but lately it's been kind of like hurting my stomach when I have it in the morning mm-hmm. yeah it's like acidic because like, yeah. I'm getting old now and I just like have like I can't drink coffee black anymore mm-hmm. but yeah so now I just add oat milk and it's like it's really good it's nice oh. and so you put it in your coffee yeah I put it in my coffee just to kind of like soothe the stomach mm-hmm. a little bit because yeah it is acidic and cool. bitter yeah, I heard like blends has oat milk something added yeah. there. Starbucks in America has it, but not Canada yet. I think. They, so. Yeah, they do the coconut milk, which I love. Coconut, yeah. Huh. Coconut milk latte. We should do a cooking channel next time. That'd be awesome. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh, I make this really good like vegan shepherd's pie. Oh. Yeah, we gotta like so start good. sharing recipes. Oh my god, I I yeah, I have a ton. And that's the other thing with like cooking is like. Before, like, I, I enjoyed cooking a lot before. I worked at Earl's for, like, 10 months, you know, like, dishwasher, worked my way up to line cook, and then prep yeah. cook, you know, 10 months. Nice. But then I realized, okay, I, I, I stopped after a while because I'm like, there's no love and passion in this anymore. Mm. But anyways, cooking was so easy because it was usually just meat and, like, some little vegetables on the side. Like, yeah. your main thing was the meat, right? Like, yeah. steak or pork chops or chicken wings with a little bit of celery and carrots. But if you took that meat away, you can't just eat celery and carrots or, like, have <laughs> yeah. a salad. Or a piece of rice, like rice, like yeah. that's probably honestly a lot of people out here like, oh, I was vegan and then I, I got unhealthy. Hmm. Were you just simply taking out the meat, like taking out? You can't do that. Like yeah, you're no, not no. gonna have sustenance. No. And back to what you're saying, like you gotta be more creative. So that's yeah. one thing I found about uh, cooking vegan is like, I gotta be more creative, and it's actually a lot of fun because yeah. like you get to create these new things. Sometimes like like have never been done before. Probably haven't been done. Like, you want to make a meatball. There's so many ways to make a meatball yeah. without using meat, right? All different types of flours and, mm. um, you know, it can be soy or it can be, like, mm. wheat-based, you know, using seitan. Like, before all of this, I never knew what seitan was or, like, nutritional yeah. yeast. Oh, nuge, love. Right? And oh. like, I use You got nuge? Nuge. So ah. nutritional yeast, yeah, nuge. Like, I'll oh. put nuge in, like, everything. Like, I'll put nice. pasta and... I'll yeah, I put that stuff on everything. Yeah, I'm like a huge potato person. Mm-hmm. I'm like East Coaster, so like yeah, meat yeah. and potato, but uh, don't do the meat part. So yeah. just potato. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just put that on like it's cheese basically yeah. to me. Yeah, you can put it on like Sweet. chips or something like that. Like just sprinkle it on. Some people eat it with a spoon. That's kind of weird, but it tastes okay. I've done it. I've tried <laughs> oh, it. Oh, it tastes good. Oh, yeah. But yeah, it's just it's a whole new world, and like we're just in the beginning, so I'm yeah. pretty excited about that. Like, yeah. I had a Beyond Meat burger burger yeah. the other day. Uh, Where'd you have For it? the first time. It was at uh, one of the chain restaurants here. I don't know if it was like Cactus Club or something like that. Uh, Earl's? I think maybe it was Earl's. Ooh, I haven't yeah. tried that yet. Yeah, yeah, I had one at Triple O's the other day. Yeah. I was feeling like I needed something dirty. Triple O's has it? <laughs> they That's do. And they have two yeah. variations. They've got like a grainier patty uh, with like whatever in it. And yeah, then they've yeah. got the Beyond Meat. That's what did you think of it? I like it. Yeah. I don't miss meat. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. It gives me this, this sensation I yeah. want. It's dirty. Yeah. It's, uh, but I don't feel like shit after which that's another thing I yeah. think we need to touch on is like people don't listen to their bodies anymore. Yeah, yeah. Like I know my boyfriend, True. He after he watched that documentary on Netflix, uh-huh. uh, he was like, I remember I was upstairs and he was downstairs and he's like, babe, I'm going vegetarian. It's hilarious. And then, I mean, it didn't last because yeah. then he went to the island and his mom's like, you know, old school Portuguese yeah. lady and just cooked him all meat. Wow. And yeah. He kind of digressed a little bit, but... Mm-hmm. Um, but he took a journal for a week and when he was going veggie because he was really, really lethargic for a long time. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I feel so much better. I feel lighter. He's like, it's really funny. He's like, 
I don't like I don't feel sick like when I eat big meals anymore and that's one thing I notice is like you shouldn't feel like disgusting and full right. when you eat a meal like you should just feel like yeah a lot satisfied of times like you feel sluggish and you can't move for an hour or two hours yeah in coma. Yeah. But with plant-based, it's been like, well, you have energy and you're still, you don't feel sluggish and slow no. down. And I get, that's not just like even my anecdotal like story. Like I get that from other BG too. That, well, yeah. And Kyle yeah. like literally was living proof of that. And he's like, yeah, I just feel so much, I have so much mm-hmm. energy. He's doing car construction. And then he was able to go to the gym after. Right. And uh, he's, he's kind of gone back to the meat and now he's not hitting the gym anymore. But I, I want to remind him, like, listen, remember how good you felt? Yeah. Like, listen to your body. It was a good burger. I mean, yeah, yeah. I was just curious, like how they make it. You know, it tasted like mushrooms inside. Oh really? Yeah. Was it the actual Beyond Meat? It was like the Beyond Meat burger. Yeah, Yeah. it was. That's it was that brand. I think it's soy and meat. Is there? I don't know. I say definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think I've read it before, and I saw pea protein and yeah, there's stuff in there. Sweet. What would be really cool is if you can learn how to make that at home. Yeah, like I've been wanting to try that. Just there's a website Forks Over Knives, and they have tons of health food vegan recipes. Yeah. So my coworker is vegan, no alcohol, Mm -hmm. and he's like he's hardcore. He actually was the one that inspired me to go veggie. Hmm. and but the no alcohol thing, we're not gonna go down that road. But <laughs> what uh, what inspired you? Like, he was veggie. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, I want to become veggie. What was it about there him was, that inspired you? There was a turning point. So I went to North Vancouver, and at the shipyards, they were having a vegan protest. Cool. And that shit worked. And it worked. It worked. Yes. I saw some really graphic images, and I was like, it shook me, and wow. I just I couldn't. I can't do it anymore. That's I was just good. like, I love animals. I'm a huge animal lover. I've always had animals my whole life. Not now, because I can't afford to. But, <laughs> but yeah, it just like, it disturbed me to no end. And I was like, you know what? I'm like, I'm just going to try it for a month. And then it just yeah. kind of stuck. Yeah. And I've been like, yeah, sure. I've like dabbled here and there. But like, I am mostly veg and I'm, I'm proud of it. Yeah. And I feel great. And that's the most important thing. I know my boyfriend's like, oh, you lost some weight. And I'm like, I feel good though. Yeah. yeah. Like, listen to my words. I feel good, you know? Like, Very yeah. important to listen yeah. to your body, how you feel. It's exactly. Like, the energy you have when you wake up or how much energy you have at the gym and how much more you can push yourself. Um, I think in the beginning when I was a vegetarian, I, w- I didn't do it really properly. I wasn't eating the right foods and, or enough. Yeah. En- enough was a, a big thing because a lot of times I feel like the meat and the, the chicken and the pork and stuff that you eat, it's like kind of really dense. There's like, mm. I don't know, I feel like I didn't have to have big portions, mm. but when I went plant-based, it was almost like there's, I had to eat more volume, right? Like if it was, if it's rice or salads or pasta, I had to yeah. eat, have more volume. So it looks like I'm eating a lot more food. Like when I go to set, people are like, whoa, are you going to eat all that? Like <laughs> one guy told me like, be realistic. And I'm like, what do you mean be realistic? Like don't tell me what I need to eat. I know my body. Like, like, yeah. Do you want to watch do me make sure I eat this all? Yeah. It was the catering guy. I was like, I told him off. I was like, dude, you want to watch and make sure I eat everything? You can come follow me and be you holding. Yeah. I don't care. Right. And then I complained to the wrangler about that guy. I'm like, hey, dick. Watch what you eat. Like I know how much I eat. Right? Yeah, yeah, but before yeah. I, I would probably eat the same portion, like amount of food but it would be like vegetarian. Yeah. I started out vegetarian in 2012. And I was kind of lethargic. Like when I went to the gym, I didn't have that much energy. Like I just couldn't push myself yeah. as much. Yeah. And I even felt like I didn't want to push it because I could feel like my, just my elbows and everything like just mm-hmm. shaking. I was like, man, I'm weak right now. So I go light. And then 
I remember I was trying to donate blood, and they said if your iron was a little bit lower, you couldn't donate. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, interesting. I'm like, how do I get more iron? So it's like listening to your body and also just like learning. Yeah. Well, yeah, definitely yeah. learning. Um, I read The Thrive Diet by Brendan Fraser, the creator of Vega. Wait, Brendan Fraser? Is he like Tarzan guy? Brendan Fraser, the actor? <laughs> Different guy. Oh, no, Fraser. No, 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 okay. not that guy. Um, this is, yeah, no. I've heard of that. This guy yeah. is amazing. He's like an Ironman com- competitor. Uh, yeah. He wrote this book, The Thrive Diet, because yeah. he basically wanted to maximize, as an athlete, maximize his recovery. Right. And he found that going vegan was the wow. best way. Just like Game Changers. With it food. was, and I read that book, and there's a bunch of recipes in the back, but he was he talks a lot about mm-hmm. high net gain foods, yeah. where you don't need to eat as much because oh. you layer on nutrition. Mm-hmm. So like that cereal, uh, so every day I do this like cereal, and it's mm-hmm. quinoa, buckwheat, amaranth, oh, yeah. and yeah. oat. And then I mix in after raspberries, hemp seeds, pumpkin seeds. Nice. You do not need much of this stuff. It is so yeah, filling. A couple of tablespoons here and there. Yeah. Each thing. It is packed of protein, and it's yeah. just so easy. It's like making a little oatmeal in the morning. Yeah, sure, there's a lot of ingredients, but mm. it is so worth it, and it keeps you full for so long. And yeah. it's just actually yeah, so like game changer. Similar thing. Like I've noticed that as well. It's just like. Okay, so maybe you have a bag of, for example, hemp hearts. You have a bag of flax seeds mm-hmm. and uh, chia seeds and all the stuff like that, and a bag of dates. Yeah. Initially, you look at them; they might be like fifteen, sixteen dollars, whatever. Oh, it's expensive. Right. Oh, veganism is vegan is expensive, but actually, like these bags actually last you a long time, and mm-hmm. you only need a couple of tablespoons yeah. a day of each thing. And it actually what like the oatmeal that I do in the morning. Not every morning because I'm like lazy, and sometimes I just don't want to you know, <laughs> eat, or I don't want to eat like oatmeal. <laughs> but I eat it because it's super healthy for you, yeah. and it gives you a lot of energy. I actually yeah. feel full for like a couple hours. Yeah. So I'll have like oatmeal, peanut butter, yeah. a couple of tablespoons of hemp hearts, chia seeds, and flax seeds, and like all that stuff. It just yeah. Gives you so much protein too. It's totally. another thing. There's it's really a myth that they would say, uh, you can only get protein from like meat or like right. you can get a lot from like peanut butter and bread and vegetables as well. Pseudo grains. Yeah. Quinoa, buckwheat, amaranth. Yeah. It all and it all adds up. That's the yeah. thing too. So, and so then you just gotta dial it in. Yeah. Yeah. Like you gotta just kind of like once you get it all prepared and you buy all your stuff, it's really easy because yeah. it's like it's in the fr- you put it in the fridge and you just put tablespoons of each. Sure. If you really wanted to get efficient, save time, I guess you could probably pre, like portion it out, right? Sure. Like mix it all together in one bag and then take a big like, big cup of it or something, like yeah. half a cup of it. Yeah. But I don't even need to do that. Um. Yeah. I'm so yeah. I'm so set in my routine now. I just every day I make that cereal for breakfast and then mm-hmm. I make it for my boyfriend too. So that's another nice. way I get to sneak nutrition into his yeah. day. Yeah. Um, I'm sure he appreciate, appreciates it. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, he he genuinely wants to do better, but he does have that complex that most, like, males have of, like, oh, I need to eat meat. Or most people yeah. in general actually have that complex of, oh, but, you know, meat's so good. Yeah. And I don't know if I can live without it. And right, yeah. It's so common to hear that all the yeah. time. It's something I struggle with. So, like, Bruce, what's, uh, what motivates you to hit the gym and go plant-based? Um... I think it's just seeing the people around me do it and leading more kind of fulfilled lives that way. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I say that, I'm talking about like people who are close to me who have had a change somewhere, some like somewhere in life, mm-hmm. and they're like, okay, I want to go like plant based. I want to do yeah. like a raw diet or whatever. And I see like the results, mm-hmm. and it's it changes their mindset. And they look completely different, Whoa, and they're like, awesome. you know, like they're a lot happier with themselves. Yeah. So great. I I look at that and I'm like, well, 
like how can I kind of get on board with this? That's or, so sweet. So you're like mm-hmm. seeing evidence of people changing their diets, yeah. changing their lifestyle, and all of a sudden their mindset, they're in a happier place. They're yeah. like got more energy and they look great. Yeah. And you're like, huh, there must be something they're working. So yeah. you're, you're and the whole like it. ethics part of things as well is kind of hitting home for me too, mm-hmm. right? So I don't want to kind of support the industries that um, are being supported by eating meat. Yeah. Um, that's something that I've always thought of. Yeah. It's just, I just have to take action on it. Right? Yeah. So. And there's like, I always hear like, people say, why are you vegan? But a lot of uh, vegans will ask, why are you not vegan? <laughs> because <laughs> there's actually so many reasons to be vegan, like mm-hmm. for the environment, for the animals, for mm-hmm. your health. And so yeah. like, for me, it was, for me, it was um, for the animals, right? But yeah. uh, the other ones, like, they're not my primary reason, but of course I care about the environment too. Yeah. And that's also... Caring about the environment is caring about living beings in the world too, yeah. right? And then yeah. obviously I care about my health too. So mm-hmm. it, it also plays into it. And I think, um, you know, after talking to other people who've gone plant-based, some of them after watching Game Changers, yeah. they're like, oh, mm-hmm. next day I'm, I'm vegan. Uh, Sharon, Sharon is one of them. And then she said like, yeah, she's feeling amazing. Her skin is better. She's yeah. not breaking out uh, during, you know, other like stressful times and things like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's good. Like, you know, you, you see, and when you start to see this from other people, yeah. it's hard to not say, hey, I want to give it a try too. Like, sure. even if it's 30 days. Yeah. So, you know, maybe give it a try for like 30 days and see how you feel. Sure. Listen to your body. Because, and also at the, at the end of the day, I think it's really important to take your health uh, very seriously. So, yeah. hey, like, if there are people out there, and I've heard it sometimes, like, I've read some comments through like, you know, YouTube and Facebook. People said, hey, I was following a vegan diet and it wasn't mm-hmm. working for me, I had these problems fine like if you legitimately were being healthy and eating right and being healthy like not just eating oreos and fries but for some reason like you couldn't be on the vegan diet then that's yeah. fine do what you need to do right if it's having eggs or having yeah. meat then mm-hmm. then do it i'm not you, know, you gotta ease into yeah. it that's you know i was watching a youtube video and this guy was like oh i'm gonna try a vegan diet and he did his blood work mm-hmm. he wanted to see if he could still maintain his whole like level of fitness uh, and it actually improved after he tried the vegan <laughs> nice, diet, yeah. right? So he was like getting a lot better results. And then, but then he was like kind of switching back because he was like, you know, every once in a while, I think I need my meat. Stuff. Yeah. So, but and then like even then, yeah, like if once in a while you need meat. Then overall, yeah. you're still doing a better job. Exactly. Right? Or even if you're not having meat once a week. Exactly, and that's better. one thing that like in the past kind of turned me off of being like vegan vegetarian is because I'd have like the extremist side mm-hmm. no matter what I did it wasn't enough yeah so it's like right. okay well I'm not gonna try it all then basically yeah. but you should encourage people to make those little cho- choices yeah. and, and like you know yeah you're not gonna change the world like I said before but like mm-hmm. you can make that one little change or every step towards it is better than yeah. nothing right yeah. yeah I agree with that I know exactly what you're saying there's like those extreme or, or people with vegan vegan views who are more strict mm-hmm. I'm like cool like you can do that. That's great. But like, I, I, I do believe like I want to be vegan as much as possible, but I also believe there's people who are maybe they just can't do it right away or something like that. Cause everyone's not the same. Some people can just switch and cold turkey. Mm-hmm. Some people maybe need to go gradually. I would prefer that they go right away, but if that's what they need to do, then like fine, do it. Mm-hmm. Right. And especially if you're going to like, like shame them for it or to call them a hypocrite, they're probably gonna be really turned off about. That's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. And like, I know I've had someone. I'll be like, yeah, like you know, I'm mostly veg, and they're like, but you still eat cheese, and I'm like, I'm trying. Yeah. Like, does that not count for anything? Like, come on, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but it's it's weird. Like, I I see all like the other sides of it too. Like, I see both sides of it. Like, 
a lot of times people get offended when you compare these things to like other other uh, forms of human repression. Mm. Oh, humans are different than animal, like anim- non-human animals, right? But you make those comparisons, you're like, oh, I'm not gonna murder uh, as much, and they're like, oh, that doesn't make any sense, right? So yeah. I'm like, I kind of see the other point of it too. No, you're right. Yeah. But at the same time, I I'm very like creative. Like I'll put myself in the hypothetical world, and I'm like, well, if we were in a world where murdering was fine, mm-hmm. okay. And murder happened every day, and people were murdering seven days a week. Okay, well, if you're gonna murder less, yeah, it is, it is better. <laughs> yeah, murder like, you know, what is it like murderless Mondays or whatever? <laughs> Do it. Murderless Mondays. Right? If we live in that world. So I think yeah. it's a transition. Yeah, we're yeah. going the right way, though. So yeah, you need to encourage people not criticize, yeah. for sure. Yeah, I think we're kind of living in, uh, uh, you know, pretty blessed environment here in Vancouver mm-hmm. in Canada so um, yeah we feel we're free to kind of um, practice what we want to practice without being oppressed yeah by, um, by mm. authorities so. yeah and, and living here like we've got a lot of options it's yeah. growing like way faster than ever mm. it's a good time to be vegan oh right? totally it's in Vancouver especially to, yeah Nova Scotia not so much yeah <laughs> and then what annoys me too is like sometimes just in general people are really irrational like and you got you get you get to kind of see that when people start talking about like veganism or any or some other topics as well, You're just like wow, these people are like really irrational and like ignorant. Because <laughs> like they'll they'll come up with some excuses really because they're like, well, what about people in this part of the world? They can't eat vegan. Like I'm not talking about them. We're talking about you, <laughs> yeah, right. And what you can do in this yeah. city. So why are you trying to come up with excuses? Some just obscure to, example to like hypothetical situations yeah. about islands and stuff. I'm yeah. Like, we're not. If we're living on an island. If you discuss that, yeah, it's like I know. It's like if you're Inuit in the north and all, mm-hmm. all you have to survive off is seals. Then yeah, of course, yeah, that's your lifestyle. But mm-hmm. yeah, we're talking about me yeah. and you who have endless choices. Yeah, and we should just make better ones. Yeah, it's like I don't know. I just feel like, what, what, how does this make any sense? Or like, why are you trying to rationalize this yeah. when like you don't have to eat animals to survive here mm-hmm. in your life in this city, right? Like that's irrelevant. I'll still have those de- debates or topics, you know, discussions with them. But, yeah, a lot of times I, I feel like that's annoying because I think it comes from a place of selfishness. People are looking up for themselves. Yeah. I love meat. Well, like, what about the animal, right? Hmm. Or, like, why are you talking about kids in Africa if we're not in Africa and you can make a change and save animal lives? That has nothing to do with you. So, yeah, sometimes people ask me, like, well, why are you so selfless or something? Why yeah. do you want to help other people? I don't know. If we could figure that out, I think we can maybe help change selfish people into more selfless people. Sure. So maybe, like, that's something we can all yeah. figure out at some point. I definitely, I've always, like, kind of, it's given me a lot of satisfaction when I can see I can, like, influence people. Yeah. And it's not a negative way, of course, and but, you're like... you're reading which book right now? I know. How to Win Friends and Influence People. Yeah. But before that, like, even when I make suggestions to people and they actually listen to me, something so satisfying about that, and that's what I kind of wanted to do with this platform, is, like... Mm-hmm show people that yeah you don't need to be like an extreme this or that just make one little choice one good thing a day yeah, yeah. you know do your part i think that's a great message mm-hmm. yeah and, and comfort zone is another thing like push yourself out of your boundaries just a little bit yeah yeah and then as your your comfort circle becomes a little bit bigger yeah you can push yourself out of that comfort zone yeah and eventually you think you look back and be like oh shit i did that at the time i was so anxious about that but it was easy mm-hmm. like 
like this is my first podcast that I'm on, right? So thanks for bringing me on, Bruce. Yeah, but I'm like, you know what? You. This is the first of probably many. Yeah, yeah I do a lot more. Yeah. The thing is, like, what you're saying is true. People will say to me, so I do a lot of like collaborations with photography, mm-hmm. video, and all this kind of stuff. I did background, and people will be like, "Oh, like you're so lucky." And I'm like, lucky? I'm like, I had to put myself in those awkward situations. Mm -hmm. I had to do those things. You know what I mean? It wasn't easy. But now I've got this product. I've got this payoff. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing. But I'm not lucky. I work for this. You know what I mean? Like, I I get that a lot. And I'm like, no, no, I work very hard for this. I put my, I push myself past my comfort zone to get there. And now I'm reaping the benefits. So. Yeah, that's why I push myself to do BG is like, I, that's not something I'm used to. Like I don't act right. I, mm-hmm. I went throughout through high school and like avoided the acting classes because I didn't want to do those. But yeah. the reason why I wanted to do BG was because I wanted to experience like what it's like and push myself out of that comfort zone. What do you look to look for? Like, what do you look to get out of uh, BG? Out of BG uh, acting in general is just basically to learn a little bit more about the industry of film and mm-hmm. like I want to ultimately write and cool. uh, mm-hmm. you know direct and like this whole podcast setting up thing mm-hmm. is also part of like maybe I want to be a producer maybe I want to work uh, some part of crew maybe I want to nice. set up the camera right yeah. so anything and I'm glad that you started the podcast too because there's like how many people do you talk to these days or they're like I want to start a podcast I want to start a YouTube channel yeah no. but they're not Holy taking shit. that action or yeah. jump in and I know I, that's yeah. why I'm like I'm such a doer like because sometime <laughs> in the future like that those terms yeah. to me are like it's not happening mm-hmm. you know what I mean so when people say like oh we should hang out soon I'm like, hey, let's pick a date now. Oh, that's another one. Oh, let's have coffee sometime. Yeah. No, I'm like, I tell them, I'm not a sometime person. Let's pick a date and let's do it. I love that. Yeah. Take action. Yeah, because it's, it just never happens that way. Right. And like, mm-hmm. I, I just found myself like, yeah, like, sometimes never come around. For sure. Okay, but like, December 7th does. <laughs> I like that a lot. Someday is not a yeah. real day. Like, no. People live in that way where one day they might regret it. And that's mm-hmm. probably one thing that pushes me a lot. Yes. Like when I'm on my deathbed, I don't want to be like I regretted not doing anything. That's try. exactly how I feel too. Like I, yeah. I think about that. Like when I look back, yeah, yeah. am I gonna be proud of what I did? Right. You know, and I am. I, do, did I make an impact? Did yeah. I do anything positive? Right. That's that's I have that exact feeling. Mm-hmm. So that's why I do all these things that I do because I want to have an impact in some small way. Yeah. Yeah. And what I think I love about it, it keeps us going is like we can be passionate and proud of it like every single day. We can. We can, it sounds maybe like negative, but like, I think, hey, if I get hit by a car tomorrow, at least I'm okay. Like I know yeah. I did what I did. I, I tried my best. Mm-hmm. And actually this, a lot of this comes back to the four agreements. I don't know if you guys have heard of that. Yeah. This author wrote a book. It's the four agreements. I think his son came up with the five agreements, but the four that I remember is be impeccable with your word. So if you say you're going to do something, I think you do it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you tell social media, like I'm going to do 30 day stretches, do stretches for 30 days, right? Yeah. Like, be consistent, right? Right. And second one is, like, don't make assumptions. Mm-hmm. Uh, third one is, uh, don't take anything personally, which right. helps a lot, like, when you're doing, like, background acting or anything like that. Yeah. You're working with people. Yeah. Don't make assumptions, right? Don't take things personally. And then it, that helps you stay in a more positive place. And then fourth one is, like, try your best, right? Yeah. So yeah. I feel like the four agreements actually helps a lot in terms, of, like, in life. Like, just try your best, you know? It's a book. Uh, it's a book. I haven't read the book, but I read the four agree- what the four agreements were and <laughs> the little book summary one. of each one. Yeah, yeah. Nice. No, it sounds really That's up great. my alley because I have this thing with like flakiness. 
mm-hmm. when people flake a lot and I, I don't know why it drives me nuts like mm-hmm. I said like I'm like a very much like pick a date yeah. stick to your word your word is all you have kind of thing exactly it's like and what is it worth yeah and it's like I've read it in another another book that I'm reading as well I think I'm working on like three books at the same time. I'm a slow reader. I slow read a little bit of each in different places. Like B.E. Holding, I'll read one about acting in my car if I have yeah. time. I'm reading one about like becoming like financially free, right? At sure. home, I'll read like the Tao and stuff like that. But the Millionaire book, it was talking also about it's not impeccable with your word, but it was like be consistent. And if you're not consistent or if you don't have integrity, if you say something, you're not going to do it, people won't trust you. There's right. no relationship there. Yeah. Right, you lose that trust with people. So if you say you're gonna do something, do it. Right. Yeah. Yep. Well, I think that's a good note to end on, and um, I think that this podcast is a uh, video has been really great, and mm-hmm. I'd love to actually continue it and kind of, you know, stick with my word and try mm-hmm. and like make it a consistent thing because yeah. that's really important to me too. Is, you know, I'm doing a lot of you know different things. I have a full time job, and you guys are working. Like you got like the whole BG mm-hmm. stuff as well. And I know you like work till like four a.m. Yeah, that's another thing. Like yeah, I work till four a.m. But I'm like right now, what it's like brunch is done in the afternoon. But I'm like yeah. I gotta go because I I made a I made a commitment. Made a commitment. I said yeah. I was gonna be here, and it's easy to keep saying ah you know what maybe next week I'm too tired. But I'm like exactly. no, I'm gonna show up. And so I'm glad you guys showed up as well. Yeah. That's awesome. That's I fun. respect that. Thank you guys. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having us. Crunches and crunches. That's it.